everybody. Welcome to Street Fight Radio. I hope you're doing well. Sunday night, Street Fight Call-In Show is here. You've been waiting all week long. Now is the time to listen, call in, tell a friend, let people know what we're talking about here on Street Fight Radio. The number to dial is 614-655-3887. We want to hear from you. We got no themes this week, so whatever you got, we're ready for. Uh, My name is Brett. My co-host is Brian. We're the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. And you can hear us live on WCRS uh, here in Columbus, Ohio. WCRS FM is on 92.7 or 98.3, depending where you're at in the city. Try them both out. Add it to your radio dial. There's a slate of programs that you're going to love if you like what we do. Uh, If you want more of Street Fight, it's available at patreon.com slash streetfightradio. That's uh, extra bonus content, extra mini-series. Brian's doing Butt Rock 2000 with Alexander from the Minion Death Cult podcast right now. We've got videos. We've got we've got games. It's the biggest toy store there is. Uh, I don't want to grow up because I want to be a Patreon kid for Street Fight Radio. Please consider it. Uh, it keeps the show rolling so that we can... Uh, you know, not have ads, and we can do anti-ads. I can, we can say, uh, don't buy Puffco vape products; they break, uh, and we because we're not getting paid to say otherwise. So, Brian, how's your week going? Uh, my week was not bad. My day has been teetering on the edge of a panic attack since I woke up. So, who knows? It's exciting, I'm at, you know. It's exciting. You made it all the way here, so I'm glad you didn't succumb. I, I I did not die before I got here, so who knows if I'm gonna die? I just I can't wait to get the new series of panic attacks after the vaccine gets out there. You know? Oh, you yeah, the upgrade 3.0. Just a new season, really. What what's gonna freak me out then? Maybe the same old shit from before. You know? You never know. My daughter's back in school, and it just is causing consternation. Like, my whole life is just like, just bring them home. Because we can't now, we can't bring her home because French 3 isn't offered online. Okay. So, unless they cancel school, me keeping her out of school will get the truancy police. Uh Uh-huh. So. You're stuck. Yeah, just stuck. They got you handcuffed. Yeah, it makes me Uh nervous, you know? About once a week, I get nervous about it, and then get past it i think i'm okay today yeah Um, i'm getting better but we don't even we don't have time to think about my problems right because this week uh yeah special episode of street fight uh give them the pickle episode on wednesday and then i think we're gonna unlock something for all you people that have never uh uh got on the patreon we're gonna unlock something for you and that's that's gonna be the shows because both of our wives birthdays are four days apart and uh they're both on the days that we record street fight so no shows for me and brett this week yeah rare double b day together yeah yeah it's once a year and if it falls on wednesday and sunday then we get the day off. Yeah. The week off. That's just the way it is. It's in the I, contract. I will work my day. I will work my birthday. I will work Brett's birthday. It doesn't matter. But the wives, they get special privilege. Yeah. So what happened today was a video comes out 
right? The new video, the new outrage video drops. It just happens to be perfect street fight material, right? Mm -hmm. And like, we have to play this, you know? It just is something that we have to do. And if usually I would hold this until Wednesday, I would, uh, uh, this would be something I would wait until Wednesday. I, I just got a text and I'm seeing if it's Jason to see if, uh, I can't play this. Okay. Uh, never mind. Uh, I, I guess like I would have waited till Wednesday to play this. Okay. To give us a whole bunch of time. But since we're not going to be here Wednesday and we're not going to be here Sunday, it would be a week and a half before we could get to this and everybody would be like, we've moved on. You know, right. So this is the rare catching something on the day that it happened for us. Not too late. Right at the right time uh, on the television show, which I used to watch CBS Sunday morning. I don't know that one. Used to watch it. It's like 60 minutes, but in the morning. Okay. Okay. It's like NPR, the TV show. It's got this weird sun and it's just a weird sun. Yeah. Like the logos, the sun. Oh, yes. And it's for people who wake up early on Sundays and don't go to church. That's what I assume it's for. Okay, that makes sense. Used to watch it when Gwen was a baby and I had to wake up with her every right. Sunday. I'd get up and I'd turn that on to what she loved, you know? Oh, sure. Who's on Who's who's on there? Uh, Char uh, I don't know. I was going to say Charles Curalt, but I don't think he was on there. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who these people are. But, uh, oh, I recognize that lady. Yeah, Leslie Stahl. Leslie Stahl. Leslie Stahl's on there. Legend yeah. of um, broadcasting. But now apparently they have Sa David Sedaris on there. The extremely canceled David Sedaris, from what I remember. Toxic workplace. Oh, really? Cancellation. I don't Which, remember that. After we play this audio, um, <laughs> we're going to find out that, yeah, it sounds like this guy might have a toxic workplace. He's, is he on the show, or was this a special guest thing? This looks like an Andy Rooney thing. This seems like something he might actually do. Okay. You know, every week. This is a real, and I'm doing a Beavis voice here. Jabber notice! <laughs> Remember when Beavis? We had Beavis on here two shows in a row. Jabber notice! Question! <laughs> <laughs> Who? Beavis from Beavis and Butt. Oh yeah. When he would make he made fun of Andy Rooney once. He's like, uh, You ever noticed? Missed that one. <laughs> yeah. And then we had him on earlier in the week when he said, Question. Very Beavis and Butthead is coming back out. So Yeah, it's pretty I think it's popular. They tried to reboot it. I don't know where it's They're at. They're rebooting it again. Oh, another reboot. Two new boots. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll do live action. So let's uh, let's dig into this so we can get to the calls earlier. Uh, let's see what David Sedaris, Mister Toxic do, Workplace. What do you know about David Sedaris besides? Is it just the canceling? Do you just have a I know library of cancels. cancels? Yeah, I know most cancels. Okay. Uh, David Sedaris is a guy that there was never a time in my life he, he would have hit me because even when I was at my liviest of liveness. I was an Air America lib. I was I was always still more of an aggro. I'm all, I've always been an ag aggressive kind of guy. So David yeah. Sedaris is not that. Yeah, he is. He's very much like a a uh, uh, a not. It's for people who don't get super aggressive. That's like not a macho thing to be into. You know, I need macho stuff. Sure. Um. I I. I did try to read one of his books that uh, I talk pretty someday. 
just because I was in probably my libious of periods, maybe John Kerry era, era, era or something. Yeah. I cannot make it through, man. It was I mean, just one of those things where like the story, I'm, I mean, I'm not everything's for me, uh, but it was just like, it's telling stories. And I'm like, I guess you had to be there. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what I, I, I gave up on it. And, uh, you know, his a, sister, his sister, I think is brilliant. Yeah. More, honestly, one of my biggest like comedy heroes is Amy Sedaris. I was in the to green day in the John Kerry era. And I liked Al Franken cause he seemed like a prick. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, he ended up getting canceled too. Uh, um, yeah, he sound, it's like Wobegon type humor, and that guy got canceled too. Yeah. It's a canceled type of comedy. Oh, maybe David Sedaris isn't canceled then. Oh, Wobegon. You're thinking of. I'm thinking of the guy from Harry Home Companion. Yeah, that's Garrison Keeler you're thinking of. Oh, okay. Well, David Sedaris, sorry I said you were canceled. Uh, you just remind me of all the other guys on NPR. You're like, yes. exact, you're a type of guy. <laughs> right. And uh, you you might as well be Ira Glass to me. Let's hear what David Sedaris has to say. During this difficult time, when so many... Do you ever notice? <laughs> I loved Andy Rooney, though. I always look forward to his shit. I always want to know what he was going off about. <laughs> during this difficult time. Yeah. Hey, during this... During 2020... During this difficult time, when so many Americans are looking for work, I'd like to introduce an idea for something I'm calling the citizen's dismissal. Well, I mean, here's an idea. I, this is, I like this idea because it's like we could citizens impeach the president. Or yeah. we could citizens get rid of... Anti-maskers. Anti-maskers. We could citizens get rid of Wall Street executives. Right. Uh... uh you know, there's all kinds of dismissals I would like to be able to do as a citizen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So this sounds like a great idea f right from the beginning. I also was like, oh, this could be... I thought it was going to be funny. I knew that the guy was supposed to be funny. And yeah. I also went in the same route where I was like, yeah, we should be able to just say, you're out. You're doing terrible. You're fucking out. Yeah. Like all the government shit, all that shit. You know, yeah. like all the cops. Like, you know yep. what? The city, we all... This neighborhood just said you're all fired. Yeah, this is great. This is great so far. What ten seconds in? This is I like it. Uh, you know what? Uh, I really don't like his signifier he put on the beginning of it though. While so many people are looking for work right now, but so many people are looking for work right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like a citizen's arrest, but instead of detaining someone, you get to fire them. Again, I'm all I'm all in. Right now. Does that, I mean, be, we'd all be like on defense all the time. I like it. But I we do should think I could live with this system. I, I get along with people pretty well. <laughs> Easily. I mean, yeah. you know, you're fired. He wants to be Trump. This is like a Trump thing. You're fired. Yeah. I'm doing only. You're just like, yeah, you're doing. You're fired. You're great. You haven't noticed. You need to Take this lifeguard at a YMCA I went to. Whoa, hey! I bought a guest pass so that I could swim laps. And ten minutes after I'd started, the young woman blew her whistle, calling, You all have to leave now. Oh, okay. How yeah. come, I ask? I have to go... Don't ask. You know? Don't ask how come. Um, I would ask. I, no, if I thought it was open... I mean, I'm not going to accuse her, but if I was like, Oh, I thought this was open until seven. You, if somebody, if you're at a place uh -huh. and the person that works there tells you you got to get the fuck out, right? You don't ask. I know you wouldn't ask. You, neither would I. 
We don't ask. You know what we would do? We would file, we would mill about by the person that does I ask. ask. And then when the person that did ask walks away, we'd be like, what'd they say? Why, why are they closing? No, I would ask. I would It's ask. clarifying question. I don't ask. I, it's not, it's not an accusation just like, oh, what's, why is it, why? Oh. Yeah, I thought I, would, I thought it was until seven. Oh, it's not. It's different tonight. There's a there's a note on the wall. Okay, that's good. Fine. I would wait around by like right as you on your way out to exit. Yes. I'd be like, what they close, man? What's going on here? That being said, I do also. <laughs> I do have to say, I usually if I see someone else jump up, I just will linger and like <laughs> crowd them. It. Like, come on, what was that? What would <laughs> happen? What just happened here? I was swimming. I thought I had more time. Thank you, Human Shield. Yeah, for <laughs> handling this for me. How come, I asked. I have to go to my parents' house, she said. Oh. I thought I hadn't heard her correctly. I'm going there to do some laundry, she told me. Okay. And then I'm going home. Oh, you're going home all right, I wanted to say, because you are fired. Ew. This now, took an ugly turn. That's an ugly turn, right? Yeah. I'm I going mean, to my parents' house. No consideration, man. If that, I'm... Now this is where I this is I do defer in that if someone was like I go home and do laundry at my parents I'm like all right yeah all right that's I just want to know just want I'll clarify what's going on I just wanted to know why I got dismissed here makes sense you're not here to serve me you're not here yeah. I'm not like you're not a doormat that I get to say when and when you're yeah. allowed when and where you're allowed to go I guess I just have to leave now maybe I go home and I'm pissed off at the YMCA. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, oh, why would they do that? You know, that was a fucking dick move. They should have had somebody else working there. I do not get mad at the lifeguard. No. I do not want to get the lifeguard fired. No. This is a guy. Somebody, they have a reason. There's like, I mean, they have a reason. It's not what you want to hear. That's not what you had planned. But if somebody says that to me, I'm like, I don't even know what that fucking means. <laughs> exactly. That's if, the other like, thing. If your day is if your day is hanging in the balance of getting home to do laundry right now in the middle of your job, like go. Just go where you gotta be. Stop talking to me. Get out of here quick. <laughs> go change. Go. Get that is a good point. That is a good point. It's like whatever there's a reason. And I, it's not for me to ask what the re maybe you're out of fucking clean underwear. I don't fucking know. Right. You know, but that's an important thing that you got to get done. And, and like, if that's somebody, such a great answer I know. as an absurdist humor person, how does he not like, this is funny as fuck. I'm just be like, you're not going to believe this. I just got kicked out of the pool so that someone, cause someone had to go do laundry. I feel like he's lying about the laundry part. You understand he what I'm saying? He got, like, he got busted for, he's lied on all of his stuff, which I know fine. I love funny made up jokes. Tall tales are great. They're I good. Everybody's against tall tales here. This table is fine with tall tales. What I'm saying is like, I also just thinking here am like, maybe she said I have to go home and do my parents laundry. Yeah. Because for some reason, my parents can't do right. their own laundry. She's taking care of them. And I have to go because people just don't leave work like that. That's just not how yeah. that's just, it's just not true. Yeah. And it's also maybe a way of saying, like, I don't care what you say on why you need extra time. I have shit to do. 
That's important. So yeah. you have 10 minutes, like I said, motherfucker. Yeah, she knew that he was, she knew what he, I, I, you, people, you know, it's what he's coming with. You, yeah. You know, you, he was probably fucking dicking around. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He was fucking putting on his aqua socks and stuff like that, just taking forever. And she looked at him and was just like, this dude, he's putting on the fucking thing that puts on a nose. Nose he's, plug. He's got the Swim diving cap. cap on. He's wearing a onesie or, or a fucking unitard or yeah. whatever. This guy, he's not serious. Right. You know, he's not serious about swimming laps. Yeah. I, I also, um, once again, this is somebody that d- hasn't worked uh, an hourly wage in, in probably three decades or more. Uh, you get fired like fucking crazy for saying something like that. Yeah. You yeah. and nobody is going, no one, no one just going to be like, I got to leave and do laundry. Yeah. Absolutely. No, you don't, you don't come back is what they say when you do that. He's number one. He's lying. Number two. He's lying in and a way that's not funny. Makes, I know it is not funny. He thought he's the, fun, the punchline was you're fired. She's going home to do her parents' laundry, and he wants her to not have money. He, he thinks that she should be punished. <laughs> she shouldn't be working anymore at all. She should just but, this thing where it's like lifeguards aren't like a dime of dime of dozen. I almost said <laughs> lifeguards aren't like a dime a dozen or anything like that. You know, lifeguards are, is a specialized thing. It's and, a weird brain to have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not everybody has that brain that wants to do it. No, nobody does. Hang out in a bathing suit all day long, be wet constantly. Indoors. Risking of people drowning, uh, fish and turds, playing at with chemicals. At an indoor pool, too. Yeah, no you, way. You know what it feels like where you sit in that indoor pool, like, all day? Oh, God. Misery. I mean, it gives me... 90 minutes in, I'm just like, we have to get out of here. The fucking walls are pulsating right now. I can't breathe, yeah. I'm, I'm having fucking, like... Uh, psychosis right now from, All right. from this chlorine. So the first thing that he wants to fire the lifeguard, I disagree. This is just this sounds like an old man shit too. Just like you know what, you're fired, and then everybody clapped. Yeah, that that's the punchline to him. Yeah, punt, you're fired. I'd have liked to do the same to a salesperson who worked at a store where my sister and I bought a number of very expensive cups and saucers. What? The woman rang them up, and after I paid, she stood there blinking. I'm afraid I haven't got anything to put them in, she said. No bubble wrap or bags. Okay. Okay. So we should what? Just carry the cups and saucers in our hands? No. No. No, I mean, just accordingly. adjust to life how about you adjust to living in a world where people are where things run out that's just the way the world is and and it's one of those purchases it's like if i'm about to spend 480 dollars on a new cups and saucer from neiman's or something uh and you don't have bubble wrap for it i can get another time yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah and you, you know what? I was just I was on a run and I, I was on a run and I decided to buy this and I didn't have enough the right bag, so I'll come back, you know. The 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 pause that I did here, Brett, if you saw it, he looks so angry. And like that's how he he I think he thinks this comes off as quirky. Yeah. It comes off as like road rage guy angry yeah. to me. Like insides are boiling angry this guy seems he's trying to be nice but he really thought about ripping that person's head off he's a he's a nice guy but he's like me when i get pissed and i'm just like there's nothing that can stop me from flipping out you know sister asked well they're yours the woman said that's true yeah do you have a purse i wanted to ask if so you need to get it and go home my sister and I are firing you. Ugh. I'm not saying who are you. That we go crazy. Yeah, you're the manager of the world now. Yeah, and then he says, "I'm not suggesting we go crazy with this." And it's like the two things that you just brought up 
would be a sign that we're going fucking crazy. Yeah, this is with fucking this. too much. <laughs> I, I mean, I can imagine 2025 and I just come home like, oh, God damn it, honey, I lost another job. She's like, Brett, really? After they said you couldn't do podcasts, you got kicked out of podcasting? Yeah, I was down at, uh, I was down working at Neiman's and we ran out of bubble wrap and I told this person, hey, before you spend $400 on these cups, I don't have bubble wrap for them. And they said, you're fired. When somebody says I was recently buying a very expensive tea set, yeah, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, Everything no that cares. comes out of your mouth <laughs> yeah. after that is a, it's fuck you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah. They don't care. It's not a problem. That's not a problem. This is, these are my, they call these inconveniences at best. Um, also, another good reason to come back to the store and spend more money and waste it on dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have our off it's day. so Certain people, though, could easily be replaced by go getters uh -oh. who say, mm. I've got an idea. Let's wrap your pottery in my socks and underwear. Ew. What the fuck? That is. Number one, yes, uh, your your impulse that this is gross is right. Wrapping it, I mean, I would I would love to wrap his tea set in my fucking underwear. True. <laughs> I just bag his head. <laughs> my groceries. His his tea set wrapped in my underwear would make me thrilled. Yeah, but, um, but uh, he, now he's like. If you're a worker, you should be willing to give the shirt yeah. off your back to me. You yeah. should take your pants off and hand me your underwear and your pants. You should want to go home naked from your fucking minimum wage fucking job just so that I can buy an expensive tea set. I was at Taco Bell and, you know, a good example of good customer service. I was at Taco Bell and I forgot my reusable extendable straw. And I told one of the employees who was a real go-getter and they sprinted to my house, got it for me and brought it right back. <laughs> and I didn't have to use a plastic straw and waste anything. Wonderful. That is, that. see, that's some real, that's David Sedaris level this service. Is, yeah, this is Rooney. This is the new Rooney, Lib, Lib Rooney. God, this is not lib. To it's pretty. Me. It's not Rooney. I don't know. Rooney was. I love Rooney. Had some. Had something. He was grumpy. You Rooney can use grumpy, your own yeah. if you have a thing against germs. That's the kind of person I want to deal with. Someone with solutions. The sort who'd say, "If I keep the pool open, could I maybe do my laundry at your house?" As customers, though, what would he have said? If she had said, if I keep the pool open, can I maybe do it at your house? What would this rant be about at that point? He's just saying that that just some, he, he would decline, but he would appreciate that they offered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we need to keep our end of the bargain. Of course you can do your laundry at my place, we'll say. I just need to throw in some socks and panties. I promise to return to someone who, like you, is really good at her job. Ugh. Oh, that sucked. That's the whole thing. Yeah, that's 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 stunk. Fuck that guy, man. Just an old man, grumpy old man shit. Fuck that fucking guy forever. Yeah. Ugh. That was sickening to me. What a well, sickening. It's where most dude. people think. I mean, I think a lot of people feel that way. We know that. Really? The rise I of think the Karen. I think this is goes beyond Karen. This goes into you're the manager of everybody. This is beyond Karen. This is... I, I'd rather deal with a Karen any day of the week. This is God complex, kind of? Yeah. Yeah. This is sickening to me. Sickening. Oh, that guy Bradley Whitford, uh, the get out guy, the one from... Uh, yes. The one from... Uh, what's it called? The West uh, Wing? No. from Yeah. Uh, from... Uh, 
Happy Gilmore. And also he was in... Uh, no, Billy Madison. Movie. Sorry. He was Billy Madison. He was in Billy Madison. He was also in Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. He what just up? tweeted, Jesus Christ was a radical liberal. Oh, fun. <laughs> this is a classic, man. I haven't seen that in decades. Two classics. I Our next miniseries should just be me and you, like... Looking at David Sedaris and Bradley Whitford stuff. <laughs> we need to do a lib takedown. It's time to switch. It's time to take the artilleries and move them to the left side and start gunning people down. It is time. Figuratively. Well, figuratively. In like a yeah. battleship scenario. Not literally. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, well, we got through that a little bit quicker than I thought. So yeah, that's good. I, I do have something else we have to talk about since we're not going to. But uh, did you hear about the shooting last night? No. Oh, yeah. So uh, Columbus police are at it again. Uh, This is a really fucking wild story. Uh, There were some sort of detectives uh, over in North Linden. They were investigating a crime of some sort or somebody. They claim they saw a guy driving down the road, waving a gun in the air. Uh, They followed to him, followed him to his house and killed him. He followed him to his house. They followed him to his house. As he was walking in the door, they shot him in the back. Uh, he had just came from a dentist appointment. He had a Subway sandwich in his hand and some AirPods. Yesterday? Yesterday, last night. Jesus. Um, so that's what the, the, the news and the police are saying that, I mean, he's driving around f- waving a gun in the air, which is like, have you ever met anybody that plays with guns that would do that? Yeah, they always say that. It was Then they didn't find a gun on the guy at all? I there has not been a report of a gun. No, not that I've seen yet. I'm sure that's going to. I'm sure that they're going to change the story in a month. I'm sure they're going to say no weapon was actually produced after it cools down. You know, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but his family. If you want to go on Facebook and and check all of it, his family uh, and extended family is is spreading. You know their their side of the story of it far and wide on Facebook, and you should go read it. Um, Following somebody saying. home and shooting them in the back is is. I mean. If he wasn't shooting anybody, you're allowed to have a gun. Right. This is an open carry state. Uh-huh. Yeah. A- anybody of age is allowed to have a goddamn gun. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, uh, is there... We'll keep you abreast you f- of any actions well, that yeah. are happening. There was a vigil uh, tonight. Uh, there is a hashtag justice for Casey that's going around. If you follow that, uh, that will get you piped in uh, to what's going on. I'm sure... People's Justice Project is on, and I haven't seen them, but I've seen the local people sharing it at Justice for Casey. Street Fight, also, if you go to our page. I'm not trying to push our page on that, but I did share it, and that will get you started. Yeah, yeah. That is, uh, that's really fucking sad, man. Yeah, I know. It's, and it's, uh, you know, it's just all bullshit immediately. Just, you just know it. I mean, it's the same old story. They keep doing the same lies and the same thing over and over again. Yeah, that's the Columbus Police Department. Real fuckers. Yeah, I feel I feel for the for his family and uh uh fuck. Yeah, I'm I'm ninety percent sure they're gonna say he didn't have a gun and wasn't waving a gun and then blame it on a person who maybe called. I don't know, you gave me that app and now it's like the citizen app? Yeah. Jesus criminy. Holy shit. I actually think I saw the guy's the call that somebody was waving a gun. Oh, yeah. Last night. Yeah. Uh, also, that a guy got beat up by the garden center by my house. And then also <laughs> that somebody got stabbed in my neighborhood. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't know about any of this stuff before. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to know about that happening. Yeah. 
You know what I do, though, when I see them, just so I don't get freaked out? Well, they were probably starting shit with people. <laughs> yeah. I figure. I mean, they're not all, they're all not, they're not all like crimes, you know, some of them are justified violence, I'm sure, (laughs) in a different court system. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's just what I have to do to not get freaked about it, you know? Yeah. Like a guy got, it's like, last night I was laying there, it says, uh, a man assaulted by the Strader's Garden Center by my house, and I was like, oh, that's kind of scary, and then I went like this. Oh, he probably started a fight with somebody. There's probably a guy started a fight with another guy, and then they got into a fight. And then I was like, "It's probably two guys that live together in the apartments next to it, and they started arguing about playing video games." Yeah. And then, and so like I'm like downgrading every Neutralizing crime. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw. I mean, I saw violent crime calls are like one percent of what police police calls in a lot of major cities. It, it's not always, you know. Oh, I know, and and a lot of times that's true. It's also the, the people who are violently accosted are generally people who violently accost. It's right. not like, uh, uh, I mean, it, you're more likely to be beat up if you beat people up. Right. You know? Right. But I, I just, it's really funny for me that to notice what I've, how I've been being like right every every punch every person that's standing on the corner screaming it was their fault it hurt it hurts my heart actually dude i live close to that 161 and 71 which is a really rough area and uh there's people always asking for money at every single exit it's a four-way thing and there's there's four people out there constantly and uh it just hurts my heart because i know so many people are struggling right now right now and there's just I, I, there's nothing, you know, there's going to be no, there's no, I don't know, community support. There's no money to be spent on, on helping those people out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. hard to address those things, Very but sad. it does feel like God, it's like, you know, a couple miles away. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, you're probably what, five miles away from it. Yeah. I think Yeah. my neighborhood's a little 2. bit, 3. my neighborhood's a little bit different, but, uh, uh, so it's a lot less, but it's like my phone goes off at night and I'm just boom, like, boom. who did this? Who, who, who's this? That's their fault. Also, every time that's their fault. That also includes like every time guys at like, um, McClintock's in, uh, like throw a couple punches on a patio and yeah. someone calls the police and they have to show up and they're like, I didn't mean it. I just am a big, fu- I'm a big Eagles fan. You know, I don't fucking like when people talk about them. Like I that. saw my first person refusing to wear a mask cool this week at an aldi how'd it go uh she put it on actually she wasn't refusing it she was very defiantly not wearing it and then when the guy said you need to put the mask on she was like mean to him okay you know and was like oh oh fucking okay you know like all mad about it but i was just sort of shocked to see it we were uh, uh uh getting groceries out in the suburbs and uh yeah. Man. Wild, Wild West? It just doesn't happen out here. It doesn't happen where I live. Out in the suburbs is where it happens. People motherfucking walk past the front of my house wearing masks. I'm like, what do you do? There's two of you just there. There's nothing. <laughs> Nobody's here. This isn't like a walking trail or no shit like that. Yeah, yeah. That's why when you're in the suburbs, it's such a jarring experience. Let's get these calls because uh, we already did some uh, 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 yeah. David Sedaris talk. Yeah, we, we Floyd Mayweather's fighting man. Logan Paul. I know this. Love isn't, this. But I'm probably going to definitely watch that. Very exciting. 
Uh, although Floyd Mayweather, not a fun fighter, but uh, still, you know, I he don't know. He might be fun to watch beat up Logan sure, Paul, though. Sure, sure. Yeah. Agreed. All right, let's I get think, a call Yeah, in. that's the draw, really. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Uh-oh, spaghetti. Can you hear him? I can't. No. Hold I can't on. Hear. Am I plugged into the wrong place? Well, I Hello? Hey, nope. Oh, nope, hey, nope. what's up? I got you. Holy shit. We turned into skeletons. We thought holy shit. Yeah, what's oh, up? Oh my god. I'm back from back from the grave. Hey, uh I uh it's Fat Rocker five thousand guys. How you doing? Oh hey, buddy, hey uh, what's uh, up? Yeah, thanks for calling. I heard you I couldn't uh I couldn't couldn't I couldn't hear any of the audio the game <laughs> there, the <laughs> That's what we heard. So I looked up I, I looked it up. I looked it up and I can't tell just be a text if he's being I can't tell if it's satire or not. Have you guys it ever, is. like, Maybe. you don't know anything about, like, Santa Land Diaries? Did you ever hear about those? Uh, I, I have not watched any David Sedaris. I will say this. If you listen to the audio, this guy is serious about wanting to fire people. That is 100% sure. He is not. He is frustrated at service workers. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's relatively oh, obvious. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he comes off like a total dick in the audio, but yeah, if you're waiting on hold, the people waiting on hold could not hear that audio. Well, he said he watched it. Yeah. But we had to play it. Yeah. Yeah. I just read it. I, I read a transcript. Oh. So there's, yeah. I mean, the Santa land diaries, he, I mean, he got famous because of that particular essay and this, you know, bit, I think it was on. This American Life, if I remember correctly, and it was super popular, and it was basically him being a service worker. He played an elf, in uh, you know, in like a mall or something like that, and that was the diary. Yeah. So, God, how do we it, get an elf? Yeah, it'd be to ironic. Call. Well, I mean, also, I mean, he probably at this point thinks that he was always the best employee, and he was always a go getter, and that's why he can buy six hundred dollar cups now. So, I mean, that everybody sells out when they get there. I think yeah. that about myself, though. Just is, yeah. I'm not a service worker or anything, but I do think of myself as like being one of the greats that ever did it. You know? Sure. Like in my mind, when I'm when well, I'm out at a place, I'm like. God, I was so fucking good at taking orders, you know, at, at taking orders at McDonald's yeah. or I was fucking so I, I know sometimes like when I have to pull over for fries at McDonald's, I will find myself getting hot because I'm like, man, I used to make those fries like, mm, yeah, mm. but that's not true because when I was fucking doing it, people had to pull to the front for fries, too. Yeah. You know, but like you do once you're out of service work for a while and I don't give a shit what kind of job you have now. Once you're out of service work for a while, you start to think you were the best service worker of all time. You deserve you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame of service workers. It does create bitterness, I'll tell you that much. Uh But yeah, that would be that would be like really sad if he made he went full circle. You know. Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's it definitely wasn't clear. Uh, maybe we're just trying to be mean to an old man, but I, I don't. Think, I don't like. I don't. Th- yeah, I. Uh, I, don't. I think he probably sees himself as like a decent guy that does care about working people, but it becomes very difficult in your mind. 
I mean, you just, when you get frustrated at somebody at a job and you, you also are doing something extremely mainstream. Also, 50 years going to cash registers, you like the good experiences. Yeah. You really wanted to be a good one this time. Well, I'm saying also when you, when you're doing like sort of a main, a very mainstream thing, like this is a sentiment that a lot of people have about like just, you know, oh, service workers are the fucking worse. You know, and uh, um, fifteen dollars an hour, but they can't get anything right. Yes, yes, that's that's exactly what it is. So you you would think also that like maybe he just doesn't know how offensive. I mean, it's not even offensive. It's just he doesn't know how much of a prick he comes off as. You know. Yeah, and I mean, his all of his books are like basically his personal diaries. Uh, not like I'm a fanboy, but I have read at least one. I forget. I think it was the one. I think it was that same one. But well, also, I to it, and it was him reading it. Yeah, no, so there's some cringy ass like moments. It's super, you know, um, just detailed personal stuff. Yeah, I mean, I also I'll just say that like a guy who made his living with his diary as a guy who makes his living like complaining into a microphone uh you can start to lose sight of <laughs> what everybody else in the world are going through like if i if if i did anything that wasn't street fight i don't know who i would be you know if i did a, another podcast that was fucking about some a, anything else Right. Anything like not political or leftist or anything. Who knows like where my brain would be in that respect. I talk to service workers every week, which keeps me like understanding what they're going through. But like this guy, he makes a living. People tell him that everything he says is so important that you can you can publish it and make a few million dollars and buy a expensive tea sets with your sister people that stifle their last (laughs) oh david that is preposterous (laughs) yeah yeah, i mean but like this it becomes it's so polarizing uh you know like david sedaris apparently 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 people are talking about david sedaris which is surprising to me but also uh you bringing up uh, Sunday morning and Charles Osgood, I was like, holy shit. I was just like, it was like a ratatouille moment. I got flashed back like 15 years, like being woken up on a Sunday morning to that. Like there's like this, there was like this fanfare trumpet music. Do you remember that? At the yep. beginning of the show. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, that like, show. <laughs> and it was just like, I'd be a half asleep and like, I'd hear this and then I'd get up, go to my dad and watch it. And it was never like, um, it was pretty feel feel goody, and it really was like NPR on TV. <laughs> it was like an interview um, show too, because I, I, you know, they used to have Howard Stern on and stuff. Like, oh, oh did they? They would have people. Yeah, I, the big famous interview I remember is, of course, Howard Stern being on there. Who, you know, they can get guests like I'm Howard. Watch that. They can get guests like Howard Stern on a show like that because it is considered like a prestige show, like. Yeah, they got the money and the names. Yeah, and it's just an again an ultra mainstream thing. You Is know? it the ba da ba bum? Oh, I can't do the song. No, I think that's I know the song. Something else, dude. 
I'm not going to play the song because I'm going to look it up later. We have to unplug and plug and yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, he comes off like a dick here. Maybe he's a decent guy. Sure. And maybe he'll come out and be like, Oh, maybe I'll, uh, uh, maybe I, I will, uh, change my stance on wanting to just fire anybody that I want to fire (laughs) for having personal problems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, as far as like, like, oh, I wanted to mention this because I think you brought it up last week or maybe it was on the Wednesday show. I don't remember. Um, the contactless delivery thing, like where we're like how we're feeling about this right now. And, you know, no contact. We want no contact for delivery. Right. I get it. Uh-huh. However, this is the thing that I've noticed. Deliver pizzas. So sometimes it's convenient to not uh, not tip and to have no contact. Oh, like yeah. throw a fiver under a rock for me. You know, give me give me something. You know, Shit. don't. Uh, but it don't be don't be doing that. You know, I, it's, it's it's a thing. I've noticed that people will like, and I have to put myself out there. You know, like I gotta fucking do it. You know, so. I kind of have to put a little bit of pressure on certain people and I feel bad, but it's like, you know, kind of how this works. So yeah. and I know like I'm all for, you know, technology and making it so that it's safer and all that stuff for sure. But I just wanted to mention the other side of it because I mean, that's what people tip and I don't know if everybody is, you know, the, the feeling, maybe it's like when they, when you go to like, you know, do Grubhub or whatever, it's like you throw in money in there. You don't really know what it's going to, uh, that's, then that's fair. Um, you know, and it's, I'm sure it's different for every business. Well, Grubhub is um, also tough. I mean, those, those apps are tough too, because man, like you saw, you shop, like I, there's a pizza place that I love in Columbus that doesn't deliver. So I have to use Grubhub mm-hmm. to get someone to pick it up for me. And, uh, and once you type that in and then the, the fee gets thrown on and all the extra stuff, I mean, you're like $7 deep have extra fees. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when I think people are like, Oh, that was going to be my tip money though. Like I was expecting to spend 25. Right. I was expecting to spend 25 on this pizza. Uh, but it came out to 24, 23, uh, not acceptable. I mean, I don't think anybody yeah. that listens to this show, I mean, the rules are, and, and I, um, I'm in, I fought, I'm in some server groups on Reddit and they recently posted like, do not go out to eat. Do not get food delivered. If you cannot tip. Like you don't have enough to do it. You need to find something else out. You can't order food and not tip. You can't order anything and not tip. I'm getting booze delivered now. You're getting your booze delivered? It's cool. With drizzle? Uh, I got to get into that. <laughs> but that's, that'd be, oh man, that'd be, that would be some sadness that I probably see on the other end. But yeah. um, let's see what else. That's pretty much all I got, I think, at the moment. So I can yeah. let the next person uh, come on. Well, thanks for calling like, and uh, thanks yeah, for the, the, the photoshops too. Yeah, I love your, your me Marinos. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I've been taking it. I've been taking it easy on them a little bit. You know, I gotta take my breaks and stuff. And when when it comes, it comes, and I'll you know throw throw something else that way. I found that meme smiths are are capable of burnout. You get into those mood, those creative moods and you just rev it up too high and then you have to take those rests. You know, if you're a meme smith out there, take care of yourself. 
Yeah. You know, uh, I think, I think for me, it's like when there's an inspiration, it's like, I will be, I could be ultra focused on that moment to mm-hmm. make the thing happen. And I want to do it in a short amount of time because timing is important. Sure. But, uh, if I'm just, if I'm just trying to force it, something to be that's funny or trying to make a connection that's not there, it just becomes sad. So I stop. All right. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> well, thanks for calling. All righty. You guys have a good call and show. Okay. Peace. Bye. Yeah. Have a good night. Yeah, oh, and I don't yeah. want to defend David Sedaris for the rest of the night. I don't really care too much. Uh, but green chair. What about him? That's what it says on my delivery apps. All of them say green chair. Put it on the green chair. Put that shit on the green chair, man. Uh huh. Don't knock on the door. Just put it on the green chair. I'm looking at my phone. Trust me. I'm looking at my phone, and yeah. I tipped. I tipped a lot, and I believe me. The the new delivery app complaint i have now is how they say arrives at the latest yeah. but then they can just move that and <laughs> yep yeah they're like hey we updated the time it's 20 <laughs> minutes later than what we said it could possibly there's be th- there's no consequences for yeah. the app or anything it's just we just made it later you know? yeah i don't want the per driver to get in trouble but i think grubhub should have to come off some money you know? Yeah, I think you should be able to file a grievance. Yeah. Um, we have a big, like, uh, clear window on the door, uh, the, the, sc- like, outside door, screen door. And it's funny because we also, like, I'm getting notifications on the app, and me and my daughter are both sitting there with, like, our eyes pressed against the glass, like we're fucking caged animals. And they're like, come and drop the food off. And then when we see each other, we get so excited because there's a barrier and they're wearing a mask. And we're always like, thank you so much. Happy holidays. It's like excited. We're like dogs that are like barking, you know, just excited to see somebody walking up the steps. I say hi. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I would say thank you at their back. Yep. That's what I usually do. I know they don't want to talk to me, though. So well, I, I give them money, too, every time. Yeah. I do like um, the one I use is GoPuff. That delivers alcohol in town. Oh, God. The deals are pretty good. The prices are good. And that, like, you can order a box of wine for 19 bucks. It's right down the street from your house, though. It takes them forever to get to oh, me. I wondered why, man. Because because Eric was like, how long is this going to take? I'm like, seriously? You're not going to believe me? 10 minutes. It's yeah. up 10 to 15 minutes. Like, it, it'll say, I'll be 7.50. I think it's 7.50 is my order tonight. They said it'll be there between 8, 8.05 and 8.20. It was 8.05. It's 15 yeah, minutes it, later. It's like right. It's probably four blocks down. Okay. Drive by, drive by it sometimes. I'm like, oh, that's GoPuff, huh? Yeah. Look at GoPuff over there. They got the windows all like frosted up in, yeah. a, in a building. So, yeah. Let's uh, let's get these calls. Let's go. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, can you hear me? Yep. We can hear you. Who's this? Hey, this is Alex from Punks Around. Hey, oh, Alex. Alex from Punks Around. What's up? Can I say one thing real quick? Sorry, Alex. I, we know each other, so I'm not going to be... This isn't rude. But the thing that I like about the GoPuff app, yeah, it says on it, when you buy, it says, hook your driver up, and then it lets you pick an amount to tip them. And it, sa- it, like, it, ba- it tells you, like, give money to the driver. It's half the screen. You know, they really make it feel like... God, my guy, someone is bringing booze to your house. Give them money. How yeah. how generous are you going to be? Right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Sorry. Go ahead, Alex. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, no problem. I drove Uber like two years ago, and I think now they changed the tipping uh, method. 
but back then it was like people could tip or not tip if they wanted to. And so I would tell people while I was driving them that like the service fee wasn't a tip. Right. And they would like seem to understand it. They'd be like, oh, no, I didn't know that. Thanks for letting me know. And then I would drop them off. And then like a half hour later, I would get no tip from them still. <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck? Like I thought, I thought you were on the same page as me. What the hell? They're cold-blooded, man. But, no, they got no feelings out, but... in their heart. Yeah, but you know what? Like the, the the people that drive Uber aren't as bad as the people who drive limos because I drove limos for a little bit too. Okay, and those people were by far the worst because then when you're like driving, like because they're like entitled people, right? So they sometimes feel the like the the need or the empowerment to like ask you to roll the window up or like, hey, I don't feel like talking today, like. Before you even say anything, right? Right. You, like, open the door for them. They get in, sit down. You go in. You, you like, strap up. And then they're like, I don't feel like talking today, so can you, like, roll the window up? And you're like, all right, thanks. And then, like, they don't wow. tip at the end because, like, the company that I worked for gathered the tip. What? Right? So, like, the, the tip was included in the charge. And so okay. that meant that, like, the company could take out a huge piece of that from our Fuck. drive. Wow. It was really fucked up. There's lots of fuckery going on in the tipped needless, world. Needless to say, I'm glad that limo companies are not doing too hot right now because of, not only because of COVID, but because of like all the rideshare shit. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the not, the not wanting to talk, like I understand, like not wanting to talk sometimes, but. Yes, drive your own ass somewhere. <laughs> and also, I mean, you got to wait until the guy is, you know, you got to wait until the driver is annoying. Like, I feel like you take a seat. If this person yeah, isn't trying to, if they're not chatting you up, if they're not like, how many kids you got? What a da da da. Hubba bubba ba. If they're not doing that shit, there's no reason to be aggressive on jump. I think that the assumption for like the, the younger limo drivers is always that the person driving does, uh, the person, the passenger doesn't want to talk to you. Okay. And so like when people got in the car, I, I wouldn't really start a conversation unless they, they started it like, Hey, how's your day going? Yeah. And you know, that let me know that they want to do it. But like when someone just got in the car and they were like, you roll the window up, please. I don't feel like talking today. It was like, all right, dude, I didn't want to talk to you anyway. <laughs> yeah, doubt your, doubt your day is that fucking bad, motherfucker, sitting in the back of a limo. What do you got to be sad about? What service person wants to talk to a customer? I know you thought you are going to bend my ear and get the next uh, strategy to make yourself a millionaire, but not today, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I just Yo, can't. Maybe, maybe that was it. Maybe, yeah. Mr. Mr. How how can a guy like me get to be a big shot like you? I want to be in the back of the limo someday. <laughs> it's like a Yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe it was like corporate secrets. It is like that Uber thing though. Like I don't know if that exists cuz I haven't taken an Uber in so long or a, a Lyft in so long now. But didn't they have a thing where it would be like you could ask for the driver not to talk on the app? Really? Am I right about that? Don't fuck with me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It was just like, I don't feel like talking. Zip your lips. Thing. And like, that's honestly something. This is, that is the devil on my shoulder, right? That would be the, because I, 
would really want to press that more than yeah. anything in the world, but I would really not want to press that because I wouldn't want to look like a fucking asshole. Yeah. You don't want to come off like a fucking well, asshole. Bet- Better yet, Brian, if you could choose your own radio station before you got into the ride share. Oh, I, you know what? I like to hear what they're listening to because I feel like they got more. This one guy had me listening on the way to the airport once. Had me listening to some kind of heavy metal. And I wasn't in my metal time at that time. It was like last year. Ling- was- Lingua Franca. Yes, yes, he was listening to Lingua Wait. Franca. Oh no, Lingu- Lingua Ignota. Sorry. Lingua Ignota, yeah. I think is what it is. <laughs> he had me listening to that and it was like classical Italian music but heavy metal and I was like this is some of the weirdest shit I've ever heard in my whole life, you know? And I also talked to a guy once on the way to the airport where we just talked about like he was like I'm quitting doing this. I hate this shit. I just <laughs> I fucking hate driving people around. I don't make any money and I hate it. And I was like, this is refreshing to me. This is like, I I don't want to hear how great everything's going because I, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. They only, I hate when they do that. Hey man, life's great for me. Yeah. 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 So (laughs) yeah. Yeah. A limo though has to be, that's gotta be a tough one. Huh? Like fuck. Are all of your customers pricks? Like most of them? No, no. Actually, the 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 coolest customers were like the people who it was clear that they either had never ridden the limo before, or that this was such a novel experience for them that like their excitement was so genuine. They're giddy. But then, like the regular people, like like I I once drove the the CEO of Panera Bread. Okay. And, okay. Like she. She sucked. She was like really rude, and I mean, like everything I said was like just she just dismissed it right out, and so I just I just stopped talking. I was like, all right, I'm not going to continue talking then. But uh, like those people tend to be more like entitled. Although like once in a while you'll meet like corporate people who are just willing to entertain just because their ride might only be like I don't know like a half hour or something like that. It's not that much time. What about teens? Are they are they the worst? Who teens? Teen, yeah, teen, the 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 uh, teenagers that are like going on their their like uh, uh, oh prom and shit like that. Is that is that a worst case scenario? I'm coming. No, not for me, honestly, because like I I like seeing teens being excited about these things. Uh-huh. I mean, like. I have I I never had someone like throw up in in my car although like I had coworkers who had people throw up but mm-hmm. I never did and so for me like picking up teens and stuff it was more of like just being you know part of their excitement but then there's also like the reality that you're in a fucking like penguin suit just like holding the door open for teens and like letting them in and everything <laughs> yeah. that is like kind of kind of dehumanizing but at the same time you know whatever i yeah i mean you know i did a lot of stuff where like like i did a lot of jobs where teens were my boss for brief periods of time it's like it's like 
I always felt like I could be like, I'll fucking tell your parents on you, you little prick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I Even mean, if, because I mean, they're sure. mostly fine and they're juvenile as hell. Yeah, sure. Maybe, maybe I don't know your parents or anything, but it's like you could, you can get a teen to believe that you can get a hold of their parents, or you just be like, I'm, I'm gonna hand you over to the police. Yeah, <laughs> scares the shit out of them. A- yeah, I mean, I, I never actually said that, but I definitely thought that a few times about like. Your mom or dad are definitely going to come out as soon as I drop you off back at home. And yeah. Like, I don't know how much I should talk to them or like just like oh. pretend like everything's cool just to get my tip and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the, the parents don't want to know. The parents don't want to know what you saw either. They want you to lie. They, the, the service here yeah. is that you, your lips are sealed. You did not see anything. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. I, uh, so I, I was, uh, I'm calling in because I have sort of a small business tyrant story. Okay. You guys too. Go for it. Uh, so long, long before, so I don't drive cars now. And, but even long before that, one of my first jobs, uh, I worked as a cobbler assistant. Okay. So I, I like, I grew up in a family of upholsterers, so I knew how to sew at a really young age. And but I didn't want to do upholstery anymore, so I went to this cobbler and I got this job as his assistant. So it was like me and him, and that was it. We worked in like the shop where he had me do all the like leather stitching and everything. Like that it was really fun work. That sounds cool. But he like he had this. Uh, I don't know if it was a degree or like the specialty in what's called pedorthic, which is uh, custom orthotic. Uh-huh. He would like mold people's feet and like make orthotics for them. It was really cool, and he had like this really weird obsession with people's feet that like, you know, when customers came in, even if they weren't looking for an orthotic, uh, orthotic, he would like get them shoeless as soon as he could and like start rubbing on their feet and stuff, try to figure out the shoes. But, uh, so I was like in charge of the, the sewing stuff and he would always like, so if someone came in with like, uh, wanted to repair the heel on their high heels, it would be like, uh, he would charge like 20 bucks for that. And then I would get, like three dollars of that right so i would get like nothing despite doing all the work and so what would happen is like as he left if he wasn't there and i was doing it i would definitely just like pocket some of the money for people that came in and and, like do that job real quick yeah just take the 20 bucks cash and yeah do their heel real quick no 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 no. i I played it smart i would take like 12 bucks you know what i mean Uh uh-huh Cause I was like 16, 17 at the time. So I wasn't bold enough to take the whole 20, but I would definitely do like, you know, something. So at least like at the end of the day, he had some more money. You know what I mean? Like he had something. I'd be like, Oh yeah, that was this lady that came in. I did her, her heel real quick and that was it. But he, uh, like once in a while I would do a job where like maybe the customer wasn't like totally happy or something like that, or they, they wanted me to go in and do something again. And he would get like fucking heated at me, like so mad that he would like talk down to me, like seriously, because I was like 16 at the time and I had like a mohawk and shit. So I was like a punk looking kid, but he would like treat me like shit. And then he would go to his radio and he would play this fucking song called On Broadway by George Benson. Have you guys ever heard of that? On Broadway. Is it On Broadway? On Broadway. No. Is that? Oh, okay. No, I haven't heard. No, it then. it's like this. It's like this funky musical. It's like, but it's like, 
Oh, yeah. And he would fucking dance around the shot, right? And this is like seconds after reaming me out about some shit. He would like dance around me and everything, you know, and he'd like try to get me to dance. And I'd be so fucking angry. I'd be like, dude, I don't want to dance with you. (laughs) What? I don't want to listen to this goddamn song right now. And like, I mean, I guess it evened all out because I did take a lot of money from him, like over over a long period of time, but still like to this day, when I hear that song, I like have flashbacks to this dude just fucking like yelling at me. But the worst part about it is that song is really fucking good when you listen to it and it does <laughs> make you want to dance. So, <laughs> so it cheers you up. Sweet. So, well, you sir, you sir, Pat in the chat said it's some reservoir dog shit. It does sound exactly like someone abusing the shit out of you and then being like, oh, that was a fun time. Let's have a dance now, love. Yeah. And then and then like so because it, it, he was like, I mean, the, the boss, he's like, I, I kind of respected him in some ways. Right. He's like a recovering alcoholic, like a solid dude in all in all in most spheres of life. But then he would like do shit like this that would would have me like so uncomfortable around him for a long time because his mood would just swing from like like almost borderline like going to hit me to then like dancing around me and like wanting to get me to dance with him and be like, dude, like you just yelled at me a long time to finally just one day be like, fuck you, dude. Like, I don't want to work here anymore. Like. I get that, like, you see me as, like, your your son or whatever, because I'm I'm young, but, like, I don't want that, and nor do I want to, like, listen to you read me out anymore, you know? So, yeah, and I'm not going to yeah, put up with this. small business. Character. I'm not going to. That's horrible. That's, a, that's amazing. I, that's a, incredible. I mean, and, like, who has to put up with, like, your, your like, toxic behavior? Like, who put up with your method of, of – violating someone's boundaries, making them feel like shit, and then trying to switch it up and being like, no, it's fun. This is a fun place to work. We we danced to on on Broadway. Fuck that, man. That's Yeah, that that's, was that It's some serious mental games. And like at the time I like I smoked cigarettes and shit like that. And like I, I was like sixteen, seventeen, so I was also like drinking now and again with friends after high school and shit. And uh he would like I was like a little bit overweight at the time too. So every time I went to work, at the end of the day, he had his own like weight bench in the back, and he'd be like, "You want to go lift some weights, dude? Like, come on, you want me to spot you and shit like that?" And I'd be like, "No, man. Like, you just fucking like read me out and danced around me. Like, I don't want to lift weights with you right now. What are you talking about? Whoa! It was so weird. It's bizarre. That's bizarre. And that your parents had yeah. no. You didn't talk tell anybody about what was going on. No, I did. Yeah, my mom. I mean, my 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 parents at the time, like my, never lived with my dad, but my mother at the time was just like, "Are you making a paycheck? Like that's what <laughs> right. matters." And I was like, "I guess so." Yeah, I. I was uh, like, I, I mean, that's like working class, like uh, working class knowledge one one. Like, are you making a paycheck? Yeah. Then fucking deal with it. You like, survived. Like, yeah. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah, I I understand. Yeah. Just wondering. Um. So, uh, I have since. Uh, since you're you're an expert here, you know, uh, printer of the punk surround zine, I want to know. Maybe you don't know, but uh, what do you have any good uh, punk rock Christmas songs? Any favorites? Oh man, uh, oh man, I I wish I I had the the list that I I so like I put together this list not too long ago, um, but 
off the top of my head, the descendants have uh, Christmas vacation is one. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the, the Ramones have Merry Christmas. Uh, the Misfits that's have one. Blue Christmas. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's a Brian um, one. Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight by the Ramones is one of my favorites ever. Um, having, you know, I, I, I get treated like a Christmas maniac, but I like the bad ones, too, and I've had bad relationships in my life. Where you're being you're being forced to be nice to each other, and it's such a stupid idea, and you're just doing it for Christmas. And I think that Ramon song, "Merry Christmas, I, Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight," is such a good fucking dysfunctional Christmas song. So this is not a Christmas song, but it has super Christmas vibes. "Rebel Waltz" by The Clash. It's on the Sandinista album. Uh-huh. Check out that one because it has the fucking like belly sound in the beginning. It's very Christmas like, so All you right. might dig that one. I don't know that one. But it's, I'll, I'll it's not. It it's not explicitly a Christmas song. Uh, uh, Fear, fuck Christmas. Yeah. No, no, I like I, I, a lot. I love "Fuck Christmas" by Fear. Uh, I always sing along with it yeah. at the beginning, like the just how snide and snarky it is. I love it. The Mighty Boston's also have Xmas time, which like, I mean, like I. Not a fan of a huge fan of the Boston's, but it comes to mind right now only oh, because my, I'm calling from the Northeast. My favorite corny Christmas is MXPX Punk Rock Christmas R A W K because it's just like sung in that bratty nasally punk rock Christmas. It's so good. It's one of my. It's it's the one of the best. I got excited. I heard it for the first time today, and it cheered me up. Well, thanks for calling in. Uh, you also did uh, a special edition of the zine, which I read, the uh, Punk Christmas Carol, the update of the old-timey classic. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, trying to transition punks around fanzine to punks around publishing, uh, like, doing it very slowly and trying to, like, learn the, the ropes of, of publishing and getting ISBN numbers and barcodes and all that shit. Uh-huh. And so the the punk the punk Xmas Carol that I wrote is like my first kind of like dipping my toe in the water of this stuff. Um so yeah, thanks for reading that. And if anybody else wants it, uh you can just message me. Uh I only have Instagram. It's at punks around. It's pretty easy to find. I haven't figured out Twitter yet and like I'm I just don't want to try to figure it out, but uh, so yeah, you can find me there or on, on Facebook. I'm in the chat right now. I'll probably yeah. be here all night. So we could buy some wholesale um, copies too, to put, to put in the store. We have a bunch of zines in the store from other people. We carry other punks around zines in the store, even that we got from microcosm ages ago. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I have, I'll call later about microcosm, but we'll say we'll, we'll table that story for later, but we don't use uh, it anymore. I also want to, I've heard there's yeah. multiple stories about them. So yeah, we don't use them. Cheesy yeah. Pete, Brett. I uh, I um, I also want to plug one more thing. So, uh, my partner and I and my best friend we started a podcast specifically for the state of Rhode Island. So it's called uh, Providence Leftist Radio Podcast, or PLR Pod is what the Instagram is. Uh, we're on our third episode, so we're like all very new to talking into a microphone and stuff like that, even though I lecture. So I, I teach at Brandeis university. I'm a, a PhD candidate there, but still speaking into a microphone is like a whole different experience. Uh, but if you are from Rhode Island or Providence or whatever, 
give us a listen because we talk about Rhode Island specific things and we're all various uh, uh, variations of leftists on the podcast. So it's fun. Nice. That's great. I think that's good. I mean, for a specialized thing like that makes sense. Uh, we, we need to have these kind of information networks for people that want to get involved in their area for people that, you know, uh, the big cities feel like a mile away, but they want to do something where they're at. So it's a great that, service. That was kind of my point, too, is that like there, there's so many leftist podcasts for like the country at large that like I think that in order to win local power as leftists, we, we have to like start focusing on like what's local to us, you know what I mean? Right. And, and you can like build networks that way that then, you know, our network is connected to you guys now and you guys are connected to other people and so, so forth, you know? Yeah. Well, I've seen what you've done with the pucks around zine and it's great. So I'm, I'm sure you're going to be successful in your endeavors. Uh, what was the name again of the podcast? The name of the podcast is Providence Leftist Radio, and the at is PLR Pod, and that's on Instagram. You can find us. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? it? CBS Sunday morning? No, that's fucking Hard entertainment tonight entertainment tonight do, 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 do. hmm do, 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 do. that's what i'm guessing cbs sunday morning is i don't remember it either it's a somber song that's nfl so thanks for calling street fight who are we talking to tonight Hey, this is uh, Vance from Austin, Texas. What's up, Vance? How's it going? Hey, it's pretty good. How are y'all doing tonight? Pretty okay. What's up? Um, well, I was calling uh, two reasons, actually. I uh, just put in my two weeks to a delivery place um, that I work for here. Uh, and t- tonight's uh, my birthday, so it's like... Long-time listener, first-time caller. Happy Hell birthday. yeah. Well, we'll be nice then. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. So I uh, just wanted to, like, I guess get y- y'all's opinion on this delivery place because uh, it's no tipping at all. Um, so it's like basically they tell it, they tell their customers not to tip uh the bosses tell you like if you take a tip and like they find out like you could be fired or have hours cut back um but like there's there's definitely some like pros i would i definitely wouldn't put it under uh you know the small business tyrants was this Um, recent or is this like an older an older thing I, i i i don't get why they wouldn't do that or why they would um, do that. The restaurant? Yeah, the restaurant. Yeah, the- so it's like a, they call it like a virtual, uh, they call it like a virtual um, kitchen. So it's just pickup and uh, just delivery. Um, pros, like we don't have to use our cars, like they provide the cars. Uh-huh. Cons, um, no, no insurance at all. Um, no tips, um, you know, and, and we get paid 
14 an hour as drivers Still. or thir- 13, excuse me. 13. Um, so, you know, it, it, it kind of balances out like Texas, the minimum wage is seven twenty five. you know? So, um, I would imagine like our cooks are making much less, um, than the drivers. Yeah. I, like, I mean, $14 an hour though, isn't it's, like it's, you should still get tips. You, it's definitely a livable wage as like a single guy, you know, but, um, well, I'm just wondering like, you know, I, I, like, what is it a play? What kind of city is it? What, like, is it a, a mid-sized city? Is, is the cost of living high? I just feel like $14 an hour isn't so much that you shouldn't be getting tips, you know? Yeah, well, I'm in I'm in Austin, Texas, so it's so like, yeah, you know, it's yeah. The all of all of the areas, like it's like you know two two point five mil, like in the entire metroplex area, like the city is just under a million people. So uh-huh. I mean, it's 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 definitely. I mean, I put in you know I put in my two weeks, you know, like I'm leaving, you know. How many hours were you working? Just, like, how many hours were you? I'm working, working forty hours, man. I'm, I'm working 40 hours and they don't, they ap- have no, they absolutely don't, uh, allow, um, overtime at all. No benefits, 40 no, hours, like, no tips, $14 yeah. an hour. Do you don't have to In use your Austin, car. Texas. You don't have to use your car. You don't have to use your car. I don't this, have to use my car and I don't pay for gas. Here's something I think. Okay. So, if I were you, right. When you took the job, I would have taken a job too. I, I I will say that it does sound like if I'm struggling to find work and I want to do something that I if I'm struggling to find work and I want to do something that is is uh what's the word is like constant that is not consistent that I know what I'm going to be making and uh I'm not using my own car and all this stuff like I see why you took the job it just to me from the outside it, it's kind of like like people are willing to tip so why would the restaurant yeah, tell people not to tip like what is in it for the restaurant exactly yeah, yeah what what is the restaurant right. I, saying i totally agree it's, yeah uh well they I, I just don't think they care i think they're um from california and they moved here and like just built the business so it's technically like it's they cheaper. call it like a tech company. yeah so and it's, it's like, cheaper it's it's probably it's cheaper in austin than oh. it is to live in la or san francisco but it's still not cheap oh, austin's yeah. not a cheap city yeah. at all i've been yeah. there you know i know that yeah. austin's not a cheap place to live i like i understand why you yeah. took the job i just i would love to hear their reason other than like if you're advertising like hey you know this is a delivery app we we charge you this much but you don't have to tip like who who is the psycho that is like looking for <laughs> i, I want to pay a delivery fee but i don't want to tip <laughs> like who's looking yeah, for that yeah. service do they, do they let them tip and they let them tip I in the app no they, that's what no, i'm saying no, no tipping so oh, okay okay uh, and the business model is um, you don't pay any fees. So they're like, you don't pay delivery fee. You don't, uh, pay any. It's like, I think the whole thing was like, you pay $10 for, uh, general sew and, you know, rice, but it's like not even like that. 
It's Wait a minute. that good at Chinese food. Like, I, it's a Chinese restaurant. So oh, I was going to say, is this Cluster yeah. Truck? Because is that what, because, but Cluster no, Truck tips. No. You can tip Cluster Truck. No, no. This, this, this place, it's, it's whole, it's all free delivery, no tip. Um, and they like advertise, they like tell all their customers, they're like, yeah, so they're making a livable wage and, uh, yeah, don't tip. Don't tip them or they'll be fired. That's don't how much there's been like, a lot of that progressive places on the Pacific Northwest and stuff that basically I've been to one in Austin actually where they said at the bottom, uh, we don't tip at this restaurant. Everybody gets paid fifteen dollars an hour and we just keep it that way. I, I've been to places like that, actual restaurants. See, and that uh, what I mean. Did and did you like? Were you okay with like not tipping? I mean, uh, like all. It seems like. The food, I mean, the thing about it, it was that like it was a bad experience overall. So I just was just like, I like the old uh, way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it was, it wasn't a good incubator yeah. for the idea because I didn't like the food the most. Um, but yeah. And you know, I don't, the problem, like, I, I don't, I've never worked a tip job, but I have, you know, dated, been friends with plenty of people that have. And, you know, I guess maybe on average, you know, so you might get $16 an hour, $15 an hour, but sometimes like someone will give you, you'll make 20 bucks more than you expected, you know, or you can make a couple hundred dollars in a night. You know, a lot of people that work tip yeah. jobs are only do, you know, they're working Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and, uh, you know, getting $3 an hour. But then when they work Friday and Saturday, they're getting $25 an hour, you know, $30 an hour. So you know, it's a, yeah. it's all a hustle. It's, I don't know. It's, it's an unnecessary system. And, and I don't think that, I don't think rolling the tip in, I don't think it's solving it. You know, I don't think doing no tip is yeah. solving and it. I just don't think people realize, like, I think they also treat it, especially with COVID. It's like, they don't realize it's still a person. I, I feel like they think it's like, uh, unconsciously maybe it's like a drone like an amazon drone delivering food to them or something like that and you it, know it just feels um, cruel and paternalistic like brian said man like 14 dollars an hour is a great base uh it's a great that's a great base to do that and then why wouldn't you allow people oh, yeah. to give you extra money for doing it why would you why would you wouldn't you even give them the opportunity to like throw three dollars your way you know why I, it doesn't I make and, sense it's and especially because it's so much of american culture there's no, like we we haven't like moved to any sort of a different monetary system everybody's like you know like fucking david sedaris wants go-getters or you know you have to fight for every damn dollar you get yeah it's um i'm i i have you know i'm super grateful anytime someone like you know i i definitely don't you know, deny any, any tip. Like, you know, I'm super grateful if someone gives me something. So, um, but like, you know, it's, you know, better days are ahead of me because this was only a temporary gig in the first place. Like I, um, I'm actually moving to, moving to Philly, trying to move up to Philly and, uh, Philly's a great place. Um, start work like with, uh, like digital art and stuff. So hopefully I can contribute to y'all, y'all's Patreon memes. I'm, I'm a Patreon supporter. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we love your a lot, of, a lot of plans ahead. I just I just wanted to like talk to y'all about that job because it's you're uh, not heard anything about man. You <laughs> know what? And things like that. You know, your life life is chapters, and things like that are a placeholder. And if you can reliably get fourteen dollars oh, yeah. an hour, and you're not running your car into the ground, 
You know, it buys you a little fucking breathing room. Maybe you don't get to live as large as you'd like, but it buys you some breathing room to figure out, like, what the fuck do I actually want to do? Because it ain't this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I left, I mean, I left my sales job, like, during COVID um, for that exact reason. Like, I just, I, I really couldn't take it anymore, and it kind of just came to a head uh, emotionally. Yeah. It's just, like... It will um, eventually. If you're, like, if you're not built for just, it, you get you get uh, yeah. shot out. <laughs> Forty hours a week, like having to stare at your computer and like try to. I was like literally. They were trying to make me call people, call real estate agents, and like sell masks at my old sales job, like before this delivery. So wow, uh, looking to like literally take my work into my own hands and like create art and stuff. So. That's great. I'm, I'm excited for the next chapter. Yeah, keep us updated. I'd love to know what happens, where it goes. Yeah. Yeah, have yeah a- definitely. Um, and uh, that y'all's interview for uh, for the Patreon for the prison health uh, newsletter, that was that was awesome. Like, that's such a coincidence because I'm going to Philly, so I'm definitely going to get involved with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, Philly is a radical-ass place. There are all kinds of groups and amazing things happening in Philadelphia. I'm pretty tied in on Instagram with a lot of the people in the networks. We've worked with artists, and there's a ton of fucking shit happening in Philadelphia. Definitely the place to be. They're going to be a... They're going to be remaking yeah. the rest. Part a big key part of remaking the rest of the world is happening in Philadelphia. I love that fucking place, too. Can't wait to get there. Me, too. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm have so fun. Excited. Can I plug my Twitter real quick? Yep. Uh, it's a cactus salad with one S. Um, so, okay. Um, any, any comrades, um, in, uh, in Philly want to hit me up? Um, I, I plan to be there January 1st. So, all right. Um, have a good, yeah, thank you that's, for calling. That's about it. Someone in the chat did mention right, the, the problem yeah, with gonna... like a lot of tips thing is that there's a disparity between the front of the house and the back of the house, which is what that guy said was, you know, the cooks are making minimum wage probably, or who knows, but it wasn't the same offer, you know, there is a, yeah, there's a disparity. Uh, but when I worked at the donut shop, I think the thing that I loved about it the most was that all of the tips were split amongst who work. Like they literally kept track of who was working that day and they gave it to us. And it really did make me make better donuts. Like I, I knew I wanted these things to be good because I wanted people to be generous with their fucking money. I want them to look nice and be perfect, you know, so that we can get tips. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I never got tips when I worked in the back of the house. That is for sure. I never got cut in. I never expected it. I, I mean, I've only, I worked kitchen and that's how I got that job. Uh, but when they told me they did that, I was, I was stoked. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? You, Sam, are you far away from your phone? Yeah, you sound really we can barely low. hear yeah, you. Yeah, I can. Are you talking to us with like a Beats by Dre USB headphones or something? Are you... Is your phone outside and you're inside? Or your phone inside and you're outside smoking because it's charging. Yeah. Did you leave your phone inside of like an infrared cleaner and then we picked up coincidentally in the process? That's, I mean, that's a possibility. Very quiet still. Sorry. Very quiet. I hate to report it, but it sounds like uh, pretty soon you're going to become a skeleton.
Yeah, it's it, re- it half, sounds like the grave. It, it sounds like you're talking to us through a pipe filled with cotton balls. <laughs> That's just I something really I came up. Huh. One more time. One. Oh, he hung sound, up. Uh, yeah. Sorry. It, it was really very, was. I couldn't. This is as quiet as I anything. I was piecing stuff together. I was like, my whole body was tight, just like trying to piece what he was saying. I heard the word Grand Rapids, but then I started picturing somebody listening to their only live show for the week and not being able to hear it while they're at work at the factory. Yeah. Uh, drilling things. The drilling factory. The drilling factory. A lot of our listeners work at factories where they drill. Yeah, just constantly running drills. Constantly drilling. Uh, let's go to break. Oh, or- I just I just answered a call. Oh, hey, what's up? Who do we got? What? Did we lose somebody else? No, I just answered this. Another skeleton. You just answered it, but nobody's talking. It's a Christmas miracle. Everybody turned into skeletons like they wanted. Oh, here we oh, come. Here we oh, go. Wait, Somebody's sweating. Yeah, we're You're here. Sweating right now. Oh wait, wait! I got you. I got you. I yeah. I heard the beat for a second. I was like, wait a minute. They didn't. They didn't say anything. Okay. What's yeah. up? Goodness gracious! We thought you were dead. No, 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 no! I accidentally. I mean, uh, I hope you can hear me. I'm. Uh, I am. Literally right now doing Uber Eats delivery on a bicycle, but I'm trying to stay out of the wind. No, we can hear you. We can hear you loud and clear. You're fine. Wonderful. Well, this the the Jabra wireless headset works well. Um, Yeah, this is uh, Danny, uh, the bike messenger from Brooklyn. Oh, how's it going? Things in the delivery sphere. The delivery sphere. (laughs) Uh, It is. It's it's, a. it's okay. It's very cold right now. Uh, it's finally actually got cold. Um, it was like, it was, it was a real global climate change situation going on here for a while where like, I'm not even joking. It was just like 60 degrees until about a week ago, which is beautiful, but also just like very disconcerting. Same here. I yeah. keep, it's going to be 49 on Wednesday. I'm all excited that we don't have to work. <laughs> 49. Like spring. And 49 feels good. It's great. After it's been cold for a few days, 49 is just like, fuck, man, I'm going to fucking wear short sleeves today. I played Frisbee golf twice this weekend, and it was it was it was hard to deal with. I love I love I mean, I layer a lot more than average people. Sometimes I'll wear five shirts. Yeah. I was going to say, what's your setup then for you? Are you got the gear? What's what's the what's the move to surviving the weather on the bike? I have a couple variable options. Uh, so right now it is what I would describe as like cold, cold. And I'm wearing a Carhartt jacket and also this sweater slash hoodie by this company called American Giant. And they're like one of those kind of like, uh, you know, we're trying to do a little bit better as far as manufacturing. Goes. That's my code. Oh, this shit is made in. Oh, yeah, they've got us hook line and oh, you know about them. Yeah, I wear an American Giant hoodie as like my winter coat. Storm Defender or something. It's called like uh ah fuck, I think it's called like Stormax or something. It's waterproof and it's very warm. I I just wear them. I buy an American Giant every year for my winter coat because winter coats are more expensive than the hoodie. Oh, they rock. I mean, like 
Uh, and I mean, like, I'm a person who really likes manufacturing from like a problem solving point of view. Sure. Like, I think like mills and lathes are like really interesting and cool and stuff. So like when you take that manufacturing process and you just sort of like bring it back to America or whatever, I mean, like, yeah, there's, it's no joke. These hoodies, these hoodies, they cost like a hundred dollars. Like they're not mm, cheap. The one I but have like costs 170. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they, they they last like I, I mean they literally showed a picture of one of their hoodies from like I think when they first started manufacturing they're like this is one that we just made and this is one that's literally eight years old and it it just looks faded yeah it just looks like a little a little worn they do fade like, oh yeah this shit is going to last a while they do I will say they do fade pretty <clears throat> bad the thing I have is called the uh, storm full zip. And it is uh, waterproof, and it's fucking warm. I've been wearing it every... I've been wearing it as my winter jacket for the past two weeks, and uh, it was 28... It was 30 today, and I wore it, and I was like, I'm not cold. I feel great. And, you know, I spend all day outside, too. Not not because I have to, but because I want to. (laughs) What about uh, goggles? You do goggles on the bike? Uh, no, just because I wear glasses. Oh. So I've tried contacts. I really like them, but I mean, I really like not having to wear glasses rather, but like for whatever reason, my left eye gets really dry. Okay. So like it gets into a point in the day where like, it's like physically difficult for me to see through one of my eyes because of the contact lenses. And like, I, I don't know exactly what it is. I'm, I've tried like putting in like eye drops or what have you, but it just doesn't, uh, yeah, just, not, it, I don't know. It just doesn't work. So yeah. I just, and it's, it, it sucks. Cause I have a nice pair of like Oakley's that I could wear if I wanted. Yeah. I used to wear, I used to wear like ski goggles. Erica got them for me one year and they were, they were awesome. Cause those getting those, uh, getting the ice crystals on your eyelashes is not fun. Cool. No, it, it's pretty bad. Um, but yeah, I actually, I called in because I was, uh, I was listening to the, I guess it was the Wednesday episode where you guys were talking about, um, give them the pickle company parties. That's this week. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Company parties. Yeah. And, uh, it really reminded me, uh, of the, my time that I spent at this, at this old company it was a tech company that will remain nameless because uh, I signed a non-disclosure agreement with them. Um, but, uh, I, one day, um, they were telling us in the place that I used to live, they're like, oh man, we just saw, we just saw the bill for one of the other offices, um, company parties. And I was like, it was sort of like, you're not supposed to know this kind of information. And I was just like, how much did it cost? And, uh, it cost $100,000. Fucking shit. (laughs) For one night. What? That sounds awesome though. It was probably fun as hell. No, fuck! It was the worst. It was so shitty. It was just like, like I, I did the math. I think I, at the time I did a lot of them. I did a lot of like, you know, uh, napkin math in my head, and like, you know, the, the whole thing about company parties is they're like, oh, we'll give you guys an open bar and it, and blah blah blah. And I was just in my head, I was like, okay, you guys spent a hundred thousand dollars on just one of the office's parties. Like if so, okay. Like roughly speaking, if like if the two other offices 
maybe have like less intense parties and they only spend like 150k combined then that means you can maybe give one of the offices on their own like maybe 100,000 120,000 bucks you know yeah you could buy a whole liquor store you could just buy it's like you could give the bonuses you could give you could easily give people like a grand each it's like there's so many things you could do and like really the only thing you see like, you know, waiters kind of like somewhat consistently coming around you offering uh, hors d'oeuvres and then free drinks. But like, they, uh, but you have to hang around all these, these fucking nerds, man. That they, they, you like, where it's like, I don't want to come to your uh, picnics that you invite people to. I don't want to come to any other thing that I don't have to come to. And it's just the only reason I'm coming to this is because like Christmas is like a weird you know, you know, dimension Z of time where like, there's nothing really happening around like the 26th or like, you know, between uh, Christmas and New Year's, so I'll go to this anyway. But like, it just, yeah, it just sucks. <laughs> and then like, just knowing that they spent all yeah. their pay on one thing where it's like, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm not an accountant, but I think you can meaningfully give that as wage increases to some of your employees as, what I think is traditionally referred to as a Christmas bonus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. For a reason. I think if they if they if they made you choose, if they let everybody choose with a vote, like, do you want one thousand dollars or do you want an epic Christmas party? Uh, I think it would be clear. What I, I worked for the Abercrombie uh, Corporation, and their headquarters was a big deal. They had Tone Loke one year was like the headliner, and they they rented out the oh, uh, weird this downtown amphitheater. And, uh, free beer for everybody. They had like Abercrombie mooses on all the beer. Some that Saranac brewing company made like a, they paid for custom Abercrombie beer. And, uh, it was just hundreds of people, uh, making a lot of bad decisions and doing shit that they shouldn't have, you know, your standard gig. But I, once again, probably like you said, I, I could see that easily costing 50 to a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, I think it's got to be to a point. Uh, sorry, I'm on Bedford Avenue. It's very busy right now. <laughs> um, uh, I think it's to a point where it's like I'm not going to enjoy a, a company party until you get to sort of like we've arranged a, now to play the most dangerous game sort of level. Like <laughs> it's like you got to be offering something like pretty interesting for me to be like, all right, I won't take a thousand dollars. Right, tone low. Could could have been at the ear party too. Did they have a famous person there? No, there wasn't even any famous people. It was just all the all the the, goober, the goobers that I work with normally. That sucks. That's a hundred grand. You should get a famous person to show. You should, up, in my opinion. Even a washed yeah, up one, just a one hit wonder. Get Everclear. We can live yeah, beside the ocean. <laughs> Leave the past behind. Yeah, you could have you, you could have had uh you could have had at least somebody do a, a goofy cameo, you know? It's like uh you know uh Nicholas Cage to do a cameo and be like Oh yeah. Oh, all right everybody, thank you thank you for being here at the at the party. Oh you know, and it's just like everyone and people have been like, you know, at the office like, Can you believe he he showed up? He showed up in a video. Dude, it, was so, it was so fantastic. That yeah. is a smart idea. You just really gave away some game. If you're in the office right now and you can pull off a funny cameo for Christmas, you that's a big win. Oh, Jerry, you know his yeah, feet, Steve. <laughs> 
I would love to, I mean, to be an accountant at one of those uh, places where like they have like 500 million ish, you know, in assets and stuff. And, and your whole job is like, look, I got to make it so uh, we can use the American tax system to our advantage. Like, how do I burn $5,000 like right now? And uh, like that, I, I don't know. The possibilities are endless. And personally, I, I, that'd, be, that'd, be such a, that'd be such a fun time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could get a real cameo too. Like, you know, you could get a Snoop Dogg for that kind of money. Yeah, you get like a, a Schwarzenegger type. Like you said, a Snoop Dogg. A legend. One of the one of the high tier ones. S tier. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. We it was uh, it was always a, a super awkward situation, and um, I don't know. Uh, I would I, I would just uh, I don't know if uh, I know you guys are going to break soon, so like um. Very quickly, I was curious if you had actually uh, heard of David Graeber at all. He wrote this book called um, "On the Phenomenon of, of Bullshit Jobs." Have you heard of yeah. it at all? Yeah, we, we've heard of David Graeber. I think I was blocked by David Graeber for being a smart aleck once, but yeah, David Graeber, I, I do remember him. Yeah, it's it's it kind of dovetails into this just a little bit because I'm like listening to it on audiobook right now, and. Um, I don't know. It's um, it just seems kind of like a real uh, street fighty sort of like inter, you know, it is crossover that that like very. It, it's really interesting the way he talks about like what jobs are are like just shitty, like they're just kind of they suck to do, but they have a purpose. And then what jobs are like, oh, this has no purpose at all. And it's very interesting the way he, you know, talks about like how it's like some, you know, there's something about doing something that you know is utterly pointless and has no purpose whatsoever. It's like, it is literally just the thing that if you didn't exist in that position, nothing would change. It's like, it really, the way it sets like this ennui on people, especially when people are like, well, but yeah, you get paid for it. And it's yeah. like, it still doesn't matter. Like when people aren't doing something that they perceive to, you know, have some kind of meaning, it just saps their whole brain. You know, they can't function. Yeah, and locking yourself in, uh, locking yourself into like, well, you know, I have to do it. Somebody has to do it, and then you this just trapped feeling of doing a pointless thing because it's better than doing something else. Doing something that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I just think I don't know if you guys ever if you guys ever looked at the list. Like I think there's seven. There's seven types of what he describes as bullshit jobs. I think it would definitely be interesting to hear your perspective on it. I'll give it a shot. I'm curious. Yeah, I should read it. I need something to read that's good for me. Podcast is definitely on there. Yeah, it's and and just like a very quick review of it. It's good. Uh, It gets a little. It definitely kind of sounds a little bit like an essay, which what it originally was. Like he he was kind of told like by a publisher, like, "Hey, pull this out. You know, get a little bit more." substance into it so sometimes it feels a little like eh, it's kind of weird but i think the um overall message is good and i would i would highly recommend it and i would be very curious to hear what you guys think about like uh certain uh, like at least the designation that he's giving for a certain kinds of jobs yeah i'll take a look at it too we'll, we'll take a look at it we got a week off coming yeah um uh besides that uh uh, do you mind if I uh, plug something? No, sure. go for it. 
Um, I was just, uh, last thing I got is just, uh, I actually, it's cool that you had another person who did sewing uh, on before this, but I actually, uh, do a little bit of industrial sewing as well, specifically like messenger bag kind of stuff. Cool. Um, it's pretty random right now. Uh, like I just, you know, I'll go on to eBay, get some scraps of Cordura and like industrial military spec nylon and what have you, and just sort of kind of like make stuff. Uh, but if anybody, you know, if anybody you guys know, or if any listeners, you know, want like a cell phone holder or a little pouch or anything like that, you can just, um, at me on Twitter at, at Danny Felt, F-E-L-T-F is how my last name is spelled. And yeah, I just make little things like that. And I, Danny Felt, you said? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like I said, I try to be pretty, um, pretty judicious with, um, like how much I charge, which is like not too much, you know, right. especially because a lot of the stuff I'm making stuff out of is just from scraps that I have. So yeah, that's well, it. Yeah. Charge enough. Don't, don't devalue your own labor, but, uh, glad to hear you're, you're making that stuff and thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Have good good night. Peace. Later. All right. Well, you know, that's the end of the show. We did it. There's no more calls and we don't just stay on. For no reason. Yeah. We are here when you need us and not when you don't. We did a lot of work tonight, though. We we, we covered a lot of stuff. We did an hour and a half. Beat up an old man. Uh, so, yeah. This week uh, will be Give Them the Pickle on Wednesday. And then at the end of the week sometime. Okay. So, here's here's the schedule. The release schedule. Monday. Tomorrow, the first episode of Buttfest 2000 will be posted. That's me and Alexander from Minion Death Cult talking about butt rock. This is the introductory episode. And then Friday, at the end of this week, the first actual episode about the 80s will be out. You also get a Give Them the Pickle episode and we'll probably unlock another episode. Probably a Shocktober or maybe that last Holy Boys me and Tom did. We're going to unlock an episode. So there will be new, not only new content, but like a lot of content. Yes. And February and December 29th on the Street Fight Twitch, me and Chris James are going to watch Shock Jock videos. We're going to do a stream where we watch Shock Jock videos. We take your phone calls and we uh, joke around like we like to do. So please come and. Check that out, too. There will be more information on that and artwork and stuff like that, I'm sure, in the next couple weeks. But, uh, you know, we're trying to give you a lot of content in this season because when the vaccine hit, then we're going to do less content. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we're we're going to be back on the road. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. The TV show is coming together. I'm doing weekly meetings about it. We're filming in January for sure. They want to say March, probably April, though, for release. We'll see. And then... There's also a surprise Street Fight documentary coming to Means TV very soon, so get tapped into that. Uh, this week, we're going to close out the show with what would be our break music. Uh, this came to us from Worm Teeth, W-U-R-M-T-E-E-T-H. They wrote in and said, hello, this was recorded live at practice the day Donald Trump got the virus. I was thinking this might work for your break on a Sunday call-in show. Uh, so here it is. It's called It's Okay to Wish Someone is Sick. It's Okay to Wish Someone Sick by Worm Teeth 
on Street Fight Radio. We're going to let this play for a few minutes and then shut off the stream. Thanks for showing up. We'll see you uh, next Wednesday from, I don't know, two Wednesdays from now. Wednesday the 16th. Wednesday the 16th, you'll get your next live stream of Street Fight. Uh, Peace. Peace.